Good morning, and welcome to SJL Daily. I'm Lisa Bond, and today's reading is Mark 3, 22-35. We're going to focus on verses 31-35, to so let's read those together. And his mother and his brothers came, and standing outside, they sent to him and called him. And a crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. And he answered them, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking about at those who sat around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God, he is my brother and sister and mother. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Matthew records this same instance in chapter 12, after Jesus had been teaching that something even greater than Jonah and Solomon was there. So that's a little bit more context for Mark 3, where it reads up in verse 21 that his family thought that he was out of his mind. What do you mean something greater than Jonah, something greater than Solomon? That's crazy. And they didn't just think it, they said it. Unless he really was the Messiah, he must have gone totally mad. So at this point, Jesus is still a big mystery to them. But it's encouraging to know that his family eventually did believe in him. We see that in the book of Acts. But we can draw some helpful conclusions for our own spiritual lives from Jesus' words. Maybe you have family members who think that you've absolutely lost your mind for believing so firmly and passionately on Jesus Christ. There's a physical bond because you're blood relatives, but there's just something missing. There's a crucial point on which you do not connect with these people. For some, it might be just that, something's missing. But for others, this missing piece might cause all kinds of division and conflict within the family. Conversations don't go very well when you get together at holidays, and maybe you've just stopped getting together, period, because the friction has completely taken over. For those of you who are attending Sunday school on St. John's Letters with Pastor Phil, you've probably heard him say that our spiritual family, not our physical family, is the primary relationship that we have. And if you look around on a Sunday morning, you'll notice something very odd. As one commentator points out, we look nothing like each other as physical families do. Some of us are short, some are tall, we differ in education, personality, wealth, and position in our jobs. Some of us are from the South, some from the North, some were not even born in the United States. What could hold such a diverse group of people together? It can be nothing other than our shared belief in Jesus Christ and our commitment to follow Him. So that's a blessing and a challenge. Our differences, if we're not careful, might lead us into places that we should not go. They might cause us to create idols of things in the church and provide just enough fuel to start a fire that damages our unity. And when that happens, which we pray it does not, we realize that we've lost sight of our first love on our way to choosing blinds for the library or the color of paint or a new heating system or whether this song or that style of worship can glorify God. Are we being true to Jesus Christ, our first love, by staying focused on Him? We can be surprised or maybe even a little annoyed that Jesus' family didn't believe in Him at that point in His life. But the real question is, do I believe in Him now? Jesus said, 
that we are in his family if we do the will of God. Now, since we are living in a great place in history where we have the scriptures in our language and available to us every minute of the day, we know that doing the will of God involves believing in Jesus as our Savior, the one to whom we run when we sin, repenting and asking forgiveness and help, and walking in obedience to Him, carrying our crosses, living sacrificial lives, saying yes to things that are difficult for the sake of Christ. Are you part of the family of God? If you have placed your trust in Jesus as the only way that you can be saved from your sins, then yes, you are. But that doesn't mean that Satan won't try to talk you out of it. Maybe you'll even try to talk yourself out of it, too, because you see your sin right in front of your own eyes. You're fighting this daily battle with it, just like I am. Again, listen to what John wrote in his letter. By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our heart before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. As Pastor Phil has been teaching us, when your own heart condemns you, remember that God is greater than your heart and believe the gospel message. God is in covenant with you by grace. Enjoy the benefits and the responsibilities of being part of a spiritual family that loves and cherishes you and the gifts that you can bring to share with your brothers and sisters. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that we can call you Father because of what Christ has done on our behalf and how you have called us to yourself in a family relationship. Help us to bear your name well on this earth so that others would see and hear the truth about you and believe in you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.